Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh, guys. It has been a week. I tell you what. Hoy. So many things to talk about. Um, where to start? Two weeks until my mom. I will plug that. I've been working on the new uh, Faces of Mun Mom ad campaign that I've been running on Facebook. I did Bill Russell, Mike Bennett, and myself this week, and we're going to do some of our air quote star performers in the next two weeks. And uh, I think we're going to have a decent turnout. I'm really hoping we do anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I'm getting I'm getting confident about that. Saturday, October twenty sixth. Be there. Um. What else? Tomorrow is going to be a good effing day for me, um, and for millions of people because the new Pokemon game is being released. Game release on a Saturday? Crazy, I know, but they're Nintendo, and they do whatever the hell they want. Pokemon. Um, you may say it's for children. You may not be wrong, but goddamn am I excited. Um, I feel as though I may talk about it a little too much, so I will try and keep, keep it relevant and limited. But I am beyond... This game has a lot of potential to disappoint me, to be honest, because I am really excited for it. Um, I will probably talk about it nigh endlessly on uh, POG, Popular Outcast Gaming, and I'm sure it will be featured quite heavily on the Portable Power podcast as well. So, you will get plenty of Pokemon coverage, probably more than you want from the uh, Popular Outcast Productions Network. Um, alright, and the, uh, the big one, the big thing, oh, also tomorrow, sorry, I didn't even finish talking about tomorrow, um, and then after I play Pokemon for a few hours, I am going to go get work done on my tattoo for five hours which I am really excited for because it's always awesome to get more work on my tattoos. Um, I really like it. I've talked at length on why I like tattoos in an early episode of uh, Jeff in Motion, uh, back before I named them in any way that made sense, uh, or that I named them in any way that was easy to go find. So, sorry about that. Uh, You'll have to read the descriptions if you want to go back and listen. But uh, this will be the longest I've ever sat for a tattoo consecutively, so that'll be a new adventure. Um, But I am really stoked about it, and I'm sure I will talk about it on Monday as well. Um, Then Sunday, we are recording uh, Popular Outcasts uh, with a special guest, and uh, me and the special guest has prepared a special surprise for the other hosts. So... 
that will be awesome. Um, it'll be a good handful of episodes. Um, I won't guarantee it, but I'm pretty confident. <sighs> All right, so there's something that I haven't been talking about because um, I am a professional who realizes that things I say on the internet uh, can be found by other people, but I am finally at a position where I can talk about it a little bit, and uh, that is I have been offered a new job um, that is much closer to my house. Uh, So that will affect Jeff in Motion quite a bit. Um, and I know I talked about it ages ago, the potential of getting a different job nearer to my house, and we're going to play it by ear. I still plan to, uh, record Mondays and Fridays. Um, the episodes will probably be much shorter, though, so I may supplement with a third weekly episode on Wednesdays. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, those of you who listen regularly, uh, go ahead and give me a shout and let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. If the episodes would drop to, um, about a little less than half the length they are now, would you be interested in a third episode a week? Just get at me with that. Uh, there would probably be a lot less rambling. I, my throat would probably dry out a lot less also. So, there we are. I'd have to be more concise and to the point about my uh, topics. But, yeah. um, This has been a job I've been trying to get. And I'm not going to give a lot of detail just because, you know, the ink is not on the paper. But it's looking... I have a verbal... A, well, a digital verbal uh, agreement. So... It's like the the yeah the ink is is sitting next to the paper the pen is in the ink well but the ink is not necessarily on the paper so I'm not going to give details about where I work or where I will be working or anything like that but I am feeling more comfortable talking about where I currently work seeing as how it is very likely that I will not be working there in the near future. Um, And I'm very happy. I'm very happy about this turn of events. Uh, It has potential to help me move on to the next phase in my life. Um, To start reducing debt rather than accumulating. And to possibly bump up my quality of life a skosh so that is uh, something I'm very I'm a little I'm a little frazzled <laughs> to be perfectly honest and because uh, it's been a long process um, just from my first contact with them 
to this final uh, interact, or well, to me actually working there will be close to three months. So it's been something that's been on my mind quite a bit, and uh, I really, I haven't been allowing myself to talk about it, simply because, you know, I want to be professional, and not go like, yeah, I'm going to get out of this stupid job, Um, while I'm still in it, and don't have any guarantee of getting out. But uh, I am going to talk about my... Because I had a, you know, your regular go meet, see if they bathe type interview. uh, Where I go in and prove that I am, you know, I can dress myself. And, you know, speak to other human beings. I had that interview quite a while ago. And then just this week, I had a, air quotes, job shadow interview which was the better part... It was over four hours long and um, really intense. Not in a bad way, but it, it did a lot for my confidence. The fact that I was able to succeed through this interview. And um, I don't know how specific I want to go into it, but... I'm going to just stay on the safe side because I don't know how much of it is, you know, company practice and whatnot. So, but I was very impressed with a lot of things this new company did. Um, Really, really impressed. Uh, The first thing I did was um, they gave, they charged, they gave me an exercise which I was given um, a minimal amount of information and requested to build a single web page of a theoretical full website. And I had to do it in two hours, and I had only a MacBook Air, 13-inch MacBook Air, with a text editing program specifically for... Uh, web coding, though. Um, so there were, like... Uh, anyone who's done any kind of web coding knows what I'm talking about. Um, a, I'm going to see. A, it's a program that will uh, help you cut by color coding your code, and it does some quick finishing uh, things. Basically, uh, it doesn't do it for you, per se, but it, it helps you... It helps speed up the process. And uh, that was... Oh, I, uh, I worked two hours solid with... I didn't have... Like, I'm always listening to something when I work. Like, I always have a podcast in or music. I was sat in silence. Absolute silence. And I worked for two hours solid. I got up to get a coffee once. And, um, it felt like it was minutes. Uh, it was because, you know, I wanted that job, uh, really badly. And I really worked hard on it. And to the point where, as the time got down, as I was getting closer to the air quotes, pencils down moment, um, I genuinely nearly had an anxiety attack. Like, I started, like, 
I had to calm down my breathing and because I just, I wanted to have a stellar piece of programming to show them because that was the, the end part of the exercise was me sitting down with my two potential bosses and like presenting them the work I had done, presenting them the site, telling them why I had made the decisions I did, uh, what my process was. And so it, it was very much an intense situation, not a bad situation, but an intense one. And um, for those of you who have done some web developing, it was a product gallery page. So that helps you visualize the kind of uh, work I was doing. And um, (laughs) with 15 minutes left, I got into the product information, which honestly, admittedly, that was a misstep. I should have checked that out right away because it was formatted for JavaScript to just uh, to put all the information in an array and use a for loop to populate it all, um, which would basically I could write a handful of lines of code that would build this, the inner part of the site for me. Um, but I had already hand-built the inner part of the site before I looked into that information. And um, that is when I nearly had my anxiety attack because I knew exactly what I could do, which would be very impressive to have done in two hours. But I also knew that it would I didn't have that knowledge at the front of my brain. It was in the back, and I would have to do research to pull it out and I would not be finished um, when they came out. So what I ended up doing was putting in two of the product's information by hand and then duplicating those two products over and over. So what I ended up with was a rather simple site um, and I'm proud of it now when it came down to pencils down time, I was like, "Uh, this is pretty bare bones." I, uh, I was, I was a little worried. I was a little worried. But um, one of the first things I was told when the time was up was that they gave me more work than should be possible in two hours, because they wanted to see how much I got done. And how I prioritized, like what things I got done, and um, I re- like that. I really have to commend them. That's genius. That is that showed them far more than what just giving me like giving me two hours of work and seeing if I could finish would do. Giving me like three or four hours of work and two hours to do it in, and then seeing what I got done and what like that and what I prioritized I'm I'm very impressed with that and if I do ever find myself in a hiring position uh, for web development that is absolutely what I will do because that is it's genius I never I never suspected it either I was really gunning to finish the job and um it created a, a sense of urgency 
that was uh, that was stressful, but it, I didn't get dis- like discouraged. I I am was thoroughly thoroughly impressed with that exercise, and um, I am not one to toot my own horn, but I was told by them that I did very well. So I'll leave it at that. Um, I hope I didn't share too much of their inner process. Uh, But then the other two hours was spent uh, discussing inner workings of the company, uh, which I will not disclose. But uh, that, that stuff that we talked about for the second two hours impressed me even more. It is a absolutely enviably run company. And I can honestly say that it will be the first company I am proud to work for since probably Dunkin' Donuts. Um, the movie theater I really enjoyed working at, but like I couldn't, I don't have too many kind words for the owners of the company. This company really seems to have a rock solid head on its shoulders. So I'm, I'm very excited. And um, it also means I get to draft up a uh, letter of resignation for my current job to give it to give to my supervisor, um, which things are tense at my current job uh, because uh, high, uh, a higher up left recently, leaving the company kind of in turmoil, and um, stress is very high. And having someone who's been there for two and a half years leave is probably not going to be the greatest news. Fortunately, my direct supervisor, I have informed her of the possibility already, so she won't be caught off guard. But the people above her who are actually in charge of hiring someone to replace me, if they choose to hire someone to replace me, um, they've got no clue. So, and this, uh, this leads to a very interesting, uh, a very interesting situation that you, that, I mean, hopefully everyone finds themselves in, which is leaving a job for a better job. Um, and now this is, this is twice that I've done this. Or leaving a job that you either like the job or like the people you work for, for a better job. Ideally, the people you work for, if you have a very, if you have a positive relationship with them, will just be happy for you. Um, and that has, in so far in both cases, been my, been the case. Um, when I left the movie theater to work at AdTrack360, my current job. That was entirely the case, but I felt very guilty because I really liked my job at the theater, but, you know, it wasn't what I went to school for, and it wasn't full-time, and... But I... Oh, pardon me, it's been a long day. But, like, I thoroughly enjoyed my job, and I was one of the very few projectionists, meaning that I would be leaving them in a position where they wouldn't have an, uh, a projectionist, or as many projectionists, which I felt bad about. 
And I find myself highly, highly susceptible to the fear of letting someone down. And... But then my ambition to further my career is greater than my fear of disappointing someone I work for. So, it, but it leaves me at odds. And I absolutely know that moving to this new job is the correct thing. That is what I need to be doing. That is the path that leads me to the next stage in my life. Whether that stage be advancing myself in this new job, um, and like, just to the point where, like, like this job, so I, so I'm so excited for this job. I'm not going to say oh, I'll be there two, three years and then move on. I honestly think that this job could be a very long-term thing. But I also don't want to limit myself because I do still have the dream of living in Seattle and working for, like, a gaming company or something like that. I'm not going to let that dream die, but I'm not going to hold on to it to the point where I hamper my progress in a company that is very good for me. I think that made sense. I'm going to... I'm going to take the advice of my wives, uh, Aislinn and Bill, and take these take things as they come. If I end up at this new job for a extended period of time, like years, so be it. That's what was right. I'm going to always make the decision that's right for my family. That's a pretty, I think that's a good way to live. And that's the thing that has made all, both of the, these decisions easier. The leaving a job you like, the people you work for, for a, you know, air quotes better job is I know it's the right decision for my family. If I was just on my own living on ramen up till 4 a.m. playing video games every day, um, these decisions would actually be much harder. But... I have the thing where it's like, I'm not making these decisions just for me. Yes, they are for me, but I have two other human beings that I care for even more than myself that are directly affected by the decisions I make as far as my career is concerned. And that um, sense of responsibility is going to weigh on my decisions. And it's not like a negative thing. It's not like, oh God, I got to take this better job because it'll feed my family more. Um, It's obviously a a positive influence on me. But it makes these decisions easier. It's like, yeah, um, I, I am directly making a few people that I like, that I am friends with, their lives harder by leaving this job but it's absolutely the best thing for me and my family so and I'm very fortunate 
that all the people that I am concerned about affecting are completely supportive in the fact that I am doing the best thing for me and my family. Which, uh... I feel as though if I had people at my job that would guilt trip me, I wouldn't care if they they were uh, upset if I left. You know what I mean? It's been a very... Oh, here's another thing I was going to talk about. Um, I, it was stated that I would get my answer today, whether or not I am going to be offered this new position at this new company. Um, but the time frame was just that, today. Uh, so I spent the majority of my day falling into an anxiety spiral, being like, oh, well, they, they haven't they haven't contacted me yet, obviously I didn't do well. Obviously I didn't do well. Um, I didn't do well enough. And that's bullshit, because they were very positive at the end of my four-hour interview, and um, I had no reason to think I did a poor job. We'll put it that way. But I did end up thinking that. And um, I I think I meant to say, and then got sidetracked that that four-hour interview did a whole, a, a, quite a bit to boost my confidence as as someone who codes for the web as a web developer because in my current job it is exceedingly rare to get praise for doing a job well done um so I've fallen into... I only really hear about it if I make a mistake. And I've gotten... There has been a subconscious low opinion of my ability sneaking in that while I know it's unfounded and I know I'm working hard, I would battle with semi-frequently. And... Um, this, this whole turn of events has very much helped improve my self-confidence knowing that I was the most desirable out of several applicants. Oh. And I owe a few people in the new company a steak dinner or seitan or a beer or whatever they partake in because um, they really they really pulled for me and um, This leads to something that people tell you to be true, and the older you get, you find that they're all right, which is networking is 
far more important than any schooling, any job experience you have. While school and job experience are all very important, knowing people is entirely the most important thing. And while they can't get you the job, they can um, they can unlock a door that you then open for yourself. Or they can point out a door that you can then walk through to move to new opportunities. Um, another semi-cliche, but turns out to be totally true, thing is, sometimes it takes five years' work to be in the right place at the right time. Um, there is such a thing as getting lucky, but it is very rare that you have not worked your ass off to be in that position to get lucky. And, um... I'm really stoked. Uh, Because I know I've been working hard. Sometimes when you sit down in front of a desk all day, it doesn't feel like you're doing hard work. But uh, I know by the levels of stress I experience and um, by the sleep I lose and by the just the freaking lows that I and just the how exhausted I feel at the end of the day that the work I'm doing is hard and um, it took a while for me to admit that to myself because you know I came up with a my dad he worked god damn it he did a job that required blood sweat and tears to accomplish he worked he worked with his hands fixing cars he'd be dirty, he'd be bloody, he'd be sore, and god damn it, you knew that man had done fucking work at the end of the day. And it's been a kind of weird existential crisis to be the son of a hard-working blue-collar guy to then go into a white-collar position. Because... I know I work hard, and I know that, God damn it, I am doing the best I can for my family, but on my hardest day, I might be sore because I sat funny in my reclining chair, but it's very rare that I come home bleeding and bandaged from working on web development. And it's funny because, like, I know my dad isn't disappointed that I didn't take on the family business or aren't working in air quotes real job. Um, I know for a fact that he is not disappointed I didn't go into a blue-collar position because my entire life he pushed for me to break the cycle of the family business and do something I wanted to do and go to college and get an education And, you know, it was... Because I remember... I remember 
being very young and telling dad that I wanted to do what he did when I grew up and him not like laughing derisively in my face, but it was more like a, ha, no, you don't. Um, and that stuck with me to the point where I actually have trouble doing kind of air quotes, blue collar work, like yard work and how, and house or not so much housework, but like carpentry and things like that. I have, I have a, just, it is very hard for me to get motivated to do those things because of boiled down that moment of, no, you don't want to do this. And guess what? I don't. I, it's a mental block I have that I need to get over if I want to, you know, do ever do home improvement on my own house or do landscaping for my own place. Um, and, uh, you know, when you rent, it's tougher too because it's tough to get motivated to do those things because it's a house you plan on leaving eventually. Um, and it's one of those... Like, why why fix this up if I'm going to be leaving the house in a few years, which is a solid argument, but the argument which often my wife takes, which is also a solid argument, is, yeah, but you have to live here, and if you improve where you live, you'll enjoy living there more. Um, That's also an entirely valid argument, which I'm probably going to take her side on. Um, Even though I don't like doing work like that she's pretty she's right which uh, like I've said before the subtitle of uh, this podcast could be Jeff in Motion the podcast where Jeff agrees with his wife a lot Um, and that's why I married her because I uh, respect her opinion and stuff and um, you know value her thoughts and things. I know, it's a novel concept. Um, Actually, you know, enjoying the presence of your wife and, you know, respecting her thoughts and wishes and things like that. But I know, I'm I'm a crazy person for doing said things, but... (laughs) Whatever... Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, but there for a little while. This is something I was getting to, and then kind of went off on a tangent, as I am oft want to do. Um, there for a little while lived a phantom version of my father, that was the stereotypical blue-collar father, like, don't you disown you for going to California and being an actor instead of staying home and working in the coal mine. Like, this phantom, non-existent version of my father that was disappointed in me because I didn't, like, work hard. And um, I have no idea where it came from. And uh, thank, thank God that 
I was able to dispel this phantom that lived in my subconscious, this disappointed, angry person who was uh, personified as my father, but, like, I had no reason to think this way, but I did. And, I mean, granted, I'm sure if I dug down deep enough, uh, there probably was a reason I thought this way, but my rational brain knew better that, like, I knew my father, my father showed zero signs of being disappointed in me about my career. He wasn't a, he's not a fan of the piercings and tattoos, but they got over that. Um, but I still had this, this just dark cloud of, of imaginary version of my father that didn't think I was doing real work. And, um... That that demon was exercised during several conversations on the phone with my mother. Um, one of these days, probably pretty soon, I'm going to have to talk to you guys about the dynamic I have with my mother and father. Because it's... I don't think it's unique, but it's definitely something that uh, makes sense after you've gotten to know me. Not today. Not today. Anyway, hmm. just took myself to a weird place. Sorry, guys. But yeah, there was the the phantom disappointed version of my father, which did never existed. Um, that no lo- that fortunately is no longer there. So I know my dad is proud of me. And that seems to be something from from talking to people within my generation. And I mean, this could be universal, just men want approval from their fathers. But uh, I know among my peers and people I talk to frequently, it's, been, it's something that many of them desire. To know that your father is proud of you. And, um... I'm pretty confident of that. Which is something I got going for me. I don't specifically remember him ever saying those particular words. But I've felt that being conveyed. Um, but this is that, that I'm starting to go down the road of family dynamics, which I'll, I'll talk about the pride and whatnot some other time. How did I even get on this? Pardon me. I don't even know.
Okay, I've got too much dead air here. I'm totally lost in my own thoughts. Uh, <laughs> which is not entertain- entertaining listening to, I'm sure. Uh, uh, okay, l- let's just recap t- for me to find my brain again. Leaning a job which I've... Leaving, leaning, leaving a job that I have been liking less and less for quite a while now. Starting a new job that I'm really excited for. Oh, I think I remember something I was trying to tell you. Um, I didn't find out. I didn't get the thumbs up from the new company until like 40 minutes before the end of my day yes yes okay I'm remembering what I was talking about Uh, so I convinced myself that obviously I didn't get it obviously I was terrible but then I got it and all the feelings of like you know what I did a good job came flooding back from Wednesday and It's, it's been a, it's actually, if you look at it quantitatively, or no, quantitatively, it's been a pretty shit day. Um, my day up until 40 minutes before the end of my work day, blew. It sucked. Um, it was super busy. Um, it was dreary. Uh, everyone else seemed to have no work while I seemed to have a ton of work. Um, it sucked. But qualitatively, it's been a great fucking day. Um, had the best news I've heard in a very long time. Dropped on me right at the end of the day. Kind of put me in a mood that it just it erased the shitty day that I had before. Which is great. I gotta say. And, um, I'd love to celebrate with a drink. But I don't want to have thin blood for my tattoo tomorrow, so I'll probably celebrate with, um, snack food. Yeah. Yeah, definitely snack food. Man, so I really kind of went, uh, off the deep end there at the end. I feel... I don't know. The way I get when I start talking about my my dynamic with my mother and father, um, I feel like there's some sort of, uh, I don't know, repressed something or something I haven't quite admitted to myself yet that is hiding just under the surface of that topic that's caused me to kind of avoid it. But now that I have... Uh, conceptualize the fact that there might be something more to just talking about my family dynamic than just talking about my family dynamic, I will now no longer be able to avoid it. So I feel like that's going to be something I talk about within the next week or two. And we'll see where I get. But like, 
that, man, I got solid weird there for a little bit. And I apologize for the dead air. But emotions came up that I wasn't expecting. Family, man, you know? God, I'm doing it again. All right. Okay. I, I'm nearly home. Um, <clears throat> all right. We'll, we'll end this one goofy. Just get me out of this fucking mood. Um, I found myself in a very good mood. I, it might have been Wednesday, the day of my long interview. But uh, I find my when I am in an exceptionally good mood, uh, I sing in my car a lot. And the, song, the two songs that I was singing in my car on the way home Wednesday was the Mighty Mouse theme song and the Underdog theme song. So I think I am going to, with my scratchy, scratchy voice, uh, do that for you. Um, just end this with something completely unrelated uh, to what I've been talking about and Goofy to break the tension of my weird mood. Uh, Alright, we'll start with Mighty Mouse, because I think I have that memorized. I may even have the lyrics sitting in my phone somewhere. I should have prepared for this. Ugh. Ah, ba 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 This is gonna be tough with the dry, with the dry throat. <clears throat> Mr. Trouble never hangs around when he hears this mighty sound. Here I come to save the day. Means that mighty mouse is on the way. Yes, sir, when there is a wrong to right, Mighty Mouse will join the fight. On the sea or on the land, he's got the situation well in hand. Whenever there is danger, we never despair, because wherever there is danger, he is there. Yes, sir, we're not worrying at all. We're just listening for his call. Here I come to save the day. Means that Mighty Mouse is on the way. Alrighty. I can't tell you why I have that memorized, but I do. Now we're going to do Underdog. Uh, these two theme songs uh, I love because they're, they're in my vocal range and I can belt them out. This one I might stumble on, though. <clears throat> when criminals in this world appear and break the laws that they should fear and frighten all that see or hear, the cry goes, bu- goes up from far and near for Underdog, 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 Underdog. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder, fighting all who rob or plunder, underdog, underdog.
When in this world the headlines read of those whose hearts are filled with greed and rob and steal from those in need, the right to right this wrong with blinding speed goes underdog, 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 underdog. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder, fighting all who rob or plunder, underdog, underdog, underdog. There we go. Um, I feel that was sufficiently uh, non-sequitur and goofy enough to break the weird tension that I created um, getting lost in family dynamics. Now my voice is really dry, though. <clears throat> that is probably insanely loud because I just shouted that as though I was not recording it. As though I was trying to... Uh, I apologize. Fuck. Uh, uh, whoops. Well, I apologize for any blown speakers or headphones or eardrums. This has been Jeff in Motion. Uh, you will get a Pokemon and Tattoo update on Monday. Um, have a good weekend, guys. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Oh, I'm so close to 50 minutes. I'm just going to ride it out. Oh, God. So close, so close. Eee.